Hello, Joe Bro. Hello, Joe Bros, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me for this special JoJo's Part 5 review number two, I just have our poser extraordinaire, Natai. That was the sec- your second try and was still gay as fuck. I know, I know. The, fir- <laughs> the first one was even worse, and we will never ever hear it again. <laughs> John, so, yeah. Please. John, please, if you... No, please, 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 no. Uh, so, sorry, yeah, sorry. this was supposed to be a monthly show, right, Alex? Alle- I said it the first time we did was allegedly monthly, but yes, this is our second review, only about two or three weeks late. <laughs> um, <laughs> this this particular Part 5 review is going to cover very specifically episodes 7 through 13 of the Part 5 anime in particular. Yeah. Um, so, if you haven't... First of all, if you haven't seen our first review... Go, go listen to it. Go listen to that first. Um, and, you know, keep listening to the ones we're going to do, quote unquote, monthly after this. <laughs> <laughs> totally anyway. going like, to be consistent about it. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, for context, when we actually came out with the first review, we had actually recorded that the day after, I believe. That episode seven had aired, but yeah. you hadn't seen it yet, and I, I was seen really it disappointed that we were really disappointed that I, I I couldn't talk about it. But since I know you have seen it now, we have to talk about the best part of episode seven, one of the best things that happened in 2018, and what Ugh. made part five worth a two year wait: the fucking torture dance. Ah, vocal percussions on a whole other level, coming, <laughs> from level coming from my mind. God damn, boy. So, so, for those of you who are anime-only watchers, I do want to to preface this heavily. That entire scene is four whole panels in the manga. That's it. <laughs> yep. That's it. And David Productions, bless David Productions, they strung that out into an entire 60-second scene in the anime, and it is so it's good. It's glorious. <laughs> that, My God, it's like, probably the best scene of 2018. See, you didn't know you didn't know that was coming. Nope. But as someone who did know it was coming, they blew it out of the water. I mean, I, I couldn't have imagined it going any better than it did. Um, so the music that they used it's it's technically an original piece of music. Which, by the way, if you haven't yet, go listen to the whole song. It's, it's glorious. Hey, Alex, <laughs> if people want to listen to it, what's the name of that song? Uh oh god I forgot. It's actually <laughs> I didn't know like, there was going to be a follow-up question. I don't I don't remember the Italian name cuz of course they named every song in the soundtrack uh, like in Italian. Uh but it's actually called Favorite Song. Mm. Favorite uh-huh. Song, yes. I I can't remember the uh, Favorito Cantori or something like that. I don't know. I'm not I don't speak Italian. Um But yeah, a favorite song. I also something that has happened since the the last time we did a review was the first volume of the soundtrack has been released. Oh, it's so good. Uh, every single song is has an Italian title. Um, and there are a couple of pieces of music on that soundtrack that are absolutely phenomenal to listen to. I mean, the um, main theme. The <sighs> main theme is great. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so stupid. <laughs> oh, man. I love how every single, like... Uh, part theme just, just sandwiches the in the previous. words the word Jojo in yeah. some way 
but so yeah, good. Uh, definitely go go listen to the the first volume of the soundtrack. It's like all the music so far has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, let's get back to the tor- to the torture dance. Okay, it's so good. It's, it's, it has it, the it is right of being the that good. Like it, it was one of the best <sighs> scenes, best individual anime scenes of 2018. I bar the, none. I love the cutaways to uh, uh, Zuccaro's face, mm-hmm. like how it, the art style changes. It's so good. It looks like a Picasso painting. Mm. It looks like a moving Picasso painting every time it switches back to his face. Just looks amazing. Yeah. I I was I oh god I could watch that over and over again and I, like I said before that alone was worth two years of waiting for this anime oh, for sure god uh, damn <laughs> but uh um no so that the whole reason I got to talking about that song was although the song itself is an original song yeah. it borrows very heavily from the beat and the rhythm of a Prince song called Pussy Control. <laughs> which is a great song in and of itself and you should definitely go listen to it if you haven't um and there's actually there's a couple of people who have remixed that entire scene oh, really? and putting the song pussy control in and it still it's it dope. fits perfectly that's yeah dope. that's what it's that's what that's obviously they didn't i don't think that anyone any anime studio has anywhere near enough money to license a print song at this point because since he has died his music has become insanely expensive to license Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if they weren't going to put an actual print song in, this was good enough to be true to be to be true. This to is the, more like, than the, enough, dude. I'm yeah. so happy with this. But one last thing before we move on, if you actually go to the official, um, the official YouTube upload, like Prince's YouTube channel, mm-hmm. where all the music is uploaded, and you go to the Pussy Control video. Almost Every- <laughs> all of the recent comments are all JoJo memes. I'm not surprised. Again, I mean, I think... Uh, I, I mean, believe, like, the top... I believe that the top comment the last time I checked was, man, this song has vocal percussion coming through on a whole other level. <laughs> I'm not surprised. You know what's the top comment on Prince's video of uh, Soft and Wet? Mm. Four testicles. <laughs> <laughs> God oh, bless man. the JoJo community. Yes, absolutely. All right, so let's move on to something else that happened in this episode span. That was also uh, we wonderful. Were introdu- what, yeah, well, we were also introduced to a new, uh, what are we going to call these, Joe girls? A mainstay character. Joe gals? <laughs> Joe gals. Joe gals is better. Joe gals. Okay, I'm living so, the podcast. Trish. Thank you very much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Wow, it's rude, but okay. Um, Sorry. <laughs> but no, so I have to ask, as someone who uh, doesn't or hasn't read the manga and didn't really know what to expect coming in, what did you actually think of her introduction? She was cool. I mean, it was pretty obvious something's up with her because at first it was like, oh, there's another janitor over there. And it's like, it's it's like I, I had a feeling something was coming. And when she appeared, it's like, oh, She's dope. Okay, I like her already. She punches and kicks. That's cool. <laughs> I'm into that. And, then and she stabs. Changes. Yeah, and she stabs. stabs Narancha stabs. in the face. <laughs> Stupid Narancha. But yeah, she's, she's dope. Hey, I mean, hey, hey, hey. He is hey, a good boy. Deny, you can't deny the boy. He is, he is mildly retarded, yes, but he is a good boy. <laughs> anyway, we'll get, we'll get to Narancha in a bit. But yeah, I, I mean... 
and honestly, we haven't seen that much of her in, in these this batch of episodes. Uh, but she's cool. I mean, and she's connected to the boss, which, I mean, I wonder what's up with that. She doesn't even know how it looks like. So, okay. Um, it's I'll say she's intriguing. Yeah. Um, cool design. She's kind of a bitch when you first For when sure. you first meet her. For she's sure. kind of a bitch. Um, were you actually surprised that the you find out when you actually meet Trish that not everyone in uh, Passione has a stand? Were you actually surprised about that? Not really, because the old—I mean, the older guy that was guarding her didn't have a stand either, right? I mean, it seems mm-hmm. like like it seems like. Mm, not the entirety of the organization is comprised of stand users. So it's like, okay. Um, it was like, okay, all right. Then again, we... Here's the I thing. Just, I, when, I was, when I read the manga, I was kind of surprised by that because you kind of introduced this this organization thinking, well, wow, every single person in this organization has a stand Actually, of some you know, kind. Mm, she is the daughter of the boss, so who knows. But here's the thing. We live in a JoJo world where there are stand arrows, so I'm like, mm, okay. That's true. You can give yeah. anyone a stand so long as they can survive being yep. stabbed by the arrow. Yeah. So I guess it's not entirely un, you know, un, mm-hmm. unthinkable. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be interested to, to to see what you think of how Trish evolves over the course of this story because the, there, there really is no. There's a lot of fucking yeah. dogs in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, uh, there's one of two minds when it comes to uh, Trish in the fandom. There's either there's people who like genuinely love her because she kind of has this kind of growth arc throughout the rest of the story, and there's people who just fucking hate her because she's actually such a bitch. When she's like, I am, yeah, she's a bitch, but I'm intrigued enough. Like, I do want to see if she's an actually like she's an actual character that I actually like, and I want to see more of her. That's yeah. the that's what I want to see from her. So we'll see. But also, that dog in the background needs a stand arrow. <laughs> Shink. <laughs> Back in the But yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm super intrigued <laughs> to see what's up with Trish. She's she's she seems cool. And again, her design is just phenomenal. Uh, yes, <laughs> and her her math inspired outfit. <laughs> Which is mathematical symbols all over. Oh yeah, I didn't didn't notice that. That's interesting. Yes. And her mineral water. <laughs> mineral water. That's so dumb. Alright. So the next thing I want to talk about is one of the things that we did get in this uh seven episode span is we got to see the backstory of two more uh members of Mm-hmm. Bruno's squad, uh, that being Mista and Naran, and even well, uh, and even Fugo. I just want to, well, yeah, and which yeah, Fugo apparently too. it's um, anime origi- original, but we'll get to that as well. Yes, yes, it is. Um, but I want to talk uh, specifically about Naranja's backstory because my God, is it sad? Yeah, that's kind of I sense a trend of. People getting fucked over and then leading them to passion. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Poor Narancha. Yeah. I mean, Narancha, like, his mom dies because of a fucking and then he eye gets disease. Used by that and then. Fucker. 
Yeah, the, the the guy tells him to dye his hair just like he that has his and style his hair just the same way so he can go commit a crime and then Naranja take the fall for it. And he's, he, uh, yes, Naranja is mildly retarded, <laughs> so he falls for this very easily. But it's still sad. Like, he gets used and then he comes back and then no one wants anything to do with him because he gets, he gets like, mistreated while he's in, I guess, what the... Uh, Italian equivalent of juvenile detention. And then he he literally thinks for like almost a year that he has a fucking eye disease that he's going to die from. Yeah, that's just depressing as fuck, which is, I didn't expect that from a JoJo backstory. By the way, are you also sensing a trend with these backstories where everyone comes to Bruno yeah, it's, and he it's actually like, ends up being the only one that gives a shit about all these like people? Bruno is almost like the main character of this part. Which is weird. Aha. Aha. Which is so weird. <laughs> yes, you are not the first person to make that determination, by the way. <laughs> it's actually sort of a running like debate in the at least in the mo- people who read the manga, whether Bruno is supposed to be the main character of this part or not, and then you have like the ma- the quote unquote main Jojo not being the focus of this part. Which I don't want to give too much away for anime-only watchers who may be listening to this because, I mean, eventually we are going to do oh, a complete sure. rundown of the show. But it's going to be – for those of you who have started to think this, I want you to pay very close attention to how Bruno is treated throughout the rest of the show. Here's the thing. like, So think of part three. The character of the most arc, I would say, that part was Polnareff, not Jotaro. In part four, the character who I'd say was – Definitely had the most, like, uh, um, let's say, not subtle of an arc was Koichi, not Josuke, right? Yeah, they're the ones you see grow yeah. the most, for sure. So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of, kind of makes sense, to be honest. Well, since you brought up anime original material, do you want to talk yes. about uh, Fugo's backstory? Fugo? <laughs> oh, my boy. I just want to say, so there's a there's a, there, there's a fair amount of people out there, artists included, who do a lot of crack JoJo ships. Let me tell you something. The only true gay JoJo ship I will ever accept is Fugo X Rancha. <laughs> so fuck all of you out there that pair up Jotaro with Kakuin. Fuck you. <laughs> why why do you pair why 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 is Fugo and Rancha your ship unless it gets to spoilers that are yet to come? Oh, it doesn't really, not, not, not really spoilers, it's just, number one, they're fucking cute as hell <laughs> together. Number two, they spend a lot of time together, and Fugo actually genuinely cares about Narancha. Actually, if you pay attention, and you'll, you'll I think you'll see this more as, as it goes on, Fugo kind of sets himself up as Narancha's, like, big brother mm. figure. He's like, yeah. But I, I, I don't want to get too much further into that, because there's minor <laughs> spoilers. But, no, Fugo's backstory is... Pretty much anime original, um, and I thought the David production did a really good job. Yeah, it's with pretty it. good. It's like I liked it. It's also very believable. Yeah. He's like like a really smart dude that people expected so much of him. Those expectations kind of crushed him, and he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Also, not 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 too not too subtle with the uh, he goes to this private yeah. school and gets you know mm-hmm. boinked in the butt. Um, Real subtle there, yeah. different productions. <laughs> what are you trying we're to a, say? We're a Christian-friendly re- show. <laughs> yeah. 
is this a Christian show? I mean, never mind the fact that we beat the shit out of everyone, but this is a Christian <laughs> show. <laughs> no, I, I, I was really, really surprised about Fugo's backstory and what David Production was able to do with that. I... Actually, so far, the anime original stuff been that they've so been adding good. in has been fantastic. It almost makes me wonder if Araki himself is not helping them write this. Hmm. I want to dig up some interviews. But he forgets everything, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably forgotten that part animated, five yep. even existed until they, t- until, they t- until they told him, hey, we're going to do a, a, a adaptation of part five. He's like, oh, when did <laughs> I make that? <laughs> yeah, it's... I wonder how much how close they are in working with Aragi because the the adaptation is like vision that David Production or always had for it was like we want to make a like an even better version of the manga or or like make uh, yeah. or like at least improve parts of the manga that weren't as great and it seems like. It, yeah, or and they're also using this to fill up like minor minor plot mm-hmm. holes too. Which is great. Yeah, and it's so good. Like, like the scene that uh, sort of shows the the squad that the, our gang is about to face, like with their like their uh, mates that were like killed in that interrogation. That mm-hmm. thing was fucking brutal. And then people were like, "Oh, it that's was anime original." It's like, wait, what? <laughs> well, and it's also great that. And I've noticed this more in the part five anime so far than I have in any other part that David Production has done. Is like they're calling back to stuff from previous parts that were also mm-hmm. anime original. Like the best example so far is the part yeah, three for picture, sure. which was an anime original, and you see it in part five, which is also obviously anime original. Which I, I think it's great because they like. David Production has proven already that they actually genuinely care about yeah. this source material and they want to do it justice. But I think they're going at this point they're going above and beyond to show how much awesome. they care about this source material mm-hmm. and they want the adaptation to be as good yep. as possible. Which is awesome. I'm I'm so happy with it. I honestly wish that more anime studios would take this approach to adapting older shit. Mm-hmm. Like seriously. I, I there's so many anime studios that will take like an old thing like not that this was actually bad this is actually not the greatest example but like uh something else from last year 2018 was megalobox which was meant to celebrate the 50th anniversary of ashita no joe which was a phenomenal it's a phenomenal manga from way back before any mm-hmm. of us were born that i think like Megalobox ended up being a great, a great anime series, but it was only 12 episodes yeah. long. And it's like, wow, just imagine if this had been like a 36 or a 48 episode anime. Like the, the long form story you could have told with this, like, would have been phenomenal. It was great as it was, but like, I, I really wish that since they were doing a retelling of a really old manga, they would have done something even more grandiose. But I, I honestly can't complain about what we were given. But it's that kind of, of like thing that David Production is doing with the JoJo manga with their anime. It's like, God, I wish more anime yeah, studios just, would actually just, give a shit about the manga that they're they adapting. They just put so many other like studios to shame. Like If we want to talk about another adaptation that wasn't, so good. I mean, <laughs> Berserk 2016. Remember that shit show? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, let's show off this new animation technique. It's shit, but let's it's show like, it off. It's like with JoJo. It's like you have one of the most beloved mangas in like ever in the world. Like people love and adore this this show, 
and it's so it's so like fun to see that the the people who are actually working on it not only they love it but it seems like they are having fun working on it it's like man if only yeah. any other like all adaptations were received this treatment it's like please and you know i i, I hate i hate to use this this comparison because like studio trigger mostly does anime original stuff but everything that studio trigger does is treated like a passion project and that's almost how david production is treating the mm. jojo anime like as a passion project which is just being worked on by many mm-hmm. many people which is awesome i just uh yeah i mean hell david production even made what what should have been like the most blase manga adaptation ever sells at work into a phenomenal yep. show last yep. year God. Like anyway, <laughs> I, I we, eventually you and I should probably get together and just do an episode about David Production because as good as they do the JoJo stuff, they also have done a lot of other. And stuff. they've also done Sakurada Reset. <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's pretend that didn't happen. Let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> moving right, on. Moving on. So. I guess this is going to be one of the last things we talk about then for this stretch of episodes. Um, let's talk about the stands. Let's talk time. about the stands. <sighs> All right. Wait, but um, first, before we get to like the stupid bad part about it, can we just take a minute and appreciate the fucking battles that we had so far? Because man, yes, <sighs> as absolutely, especially like uh, oh man, just. Uh, the the little feet fight was little actually feet was really, really good. good. Like <laughs> the, fu- yeah. the the end of that fight where all like there's fire everywhere and then the colors change change and the fight was like purple. Oh. And then everyone's eyes turn it. red and it's like oh shit some stuff's going down. Oh, but wait. <laughs> but yeah, I like how I like how Naraj's I like how Naraj's uh solution to that whole fight is I'm going to commit arson. <laughs> Oh, but wait, can we, can we, one thing. Fuck you, Kakyo, and there are mirror, mirror worlds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man, the the man in the mirror fight, which, okay, of all of the localized stand names, Mirror, mirror man. man is probably the best one it's so far. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, Man in the Mirror is a, is a mm-hmm. Michael Jackson song. Yeah. That but, fight was uh, so good. <laughs> okay. That that fight that fight was really good. It's even it's so well drawn in the manga too. Oh, purple oh haze, like the sound um, design of purple haze is amazing. By the way, uh, so for the man in the mirror fight, uh, this is some behind the scenes manga stuff. So I know we're not actually okay. talking about the manga, but do you know how um, how Araki ended up drawing parts okay. of that fight that were that took place in the mirror? All right. He actually he put he put the uh, the the paper down like mm-hmm. in front of him and then he had a mirror behind oh. him and he actually drew just using the mirror behind him wait what yeah how everything is written backwards in the in the man in the mirror fight like on the trash can and everything that's how he drew it in the manga that's amazing he drew it by just looking into the mirror to that's draw that's amazing i know god bless araki <laughs> He didn't do that for the entire for the entire run of the fight, but he did it for a lot of it, especially any part where you see writing that's yeah going backwards. would make sense. Yeah. That's such a good fight. I just thought it's, it's a little tidbit that a lot of people don't realize about how that part that that specific fight was was drawn out. That I think people should be aware. That of. that that fight was so good. I mean, Purple Haze, uh, man, that stand is so dope. Like its design and the power. I know, itself. right? 
And oh, and Jorno's like solution to getting out of the fight was amazing. <laughs> that fucking brick snake. <laughs> the brick snake. Oh so man, so stupid. I love it. Also, also another another manga tidbit. If you go read that part of the manga, <laughs> Araki draws that snake with the derpiest <laughs> looking face. <laughs> Like it's like that the face is like I don't want to be here. <laughs> Ooh, also, also I love how how Obakio is like I would rather da- die than admit that Joro is right. <laughs> yes, while his while his arm is just leaking blood because his oh, hands have been cut so off. Like good. God, I have to admit that he's right now. <laughs> I, uh. I just love that delivery. The voice yeah, acting is so oh, spot on. I love it. Also, also, before we yeah, forget, uh, fucking Mista versus Kraftwerk is that was so good. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. You mean arts, arts and, and crafts? <laughs> okay, can we talk? Yeah. So, so far, like so far, the localized stand names have not been that bad. Like you know, uh, Gold Experience is called like, Golden Wind, which okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Zipper Man was kind of stupid. Was Zipper really Man. stupid, actually. Um. Sex Pistols called Six Bullets. Okay. Moody Blues, Moody Jazz. Okay. Uh, Purple Haze is Purple okay. Smoke. Okay. Shadow Black Sabbath, Sabbath is Shadow okay. Sabbath. Again, okay. But then you get to uh, <laughs> stand, which is Aerosmith, and it's Little Lil Bomber. Bomber. Excuse me, Crunchyroll. No, 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 no. Excuse me, Crunchyroll. Aerosmith is not a two-bit rapper with pink dreadlocks and facial tattoos. No. <laughs> Motherfucking Little Bomber. <laughs> Little Bomber. Like, seriously? Like, you couldn't have named it something. You could have named it Mr. Smith, and it would have been better than Little Bomber. <laughs> And then the second one is is craft work. It's called arts and crafts. Amazing. Like, really, really, <laughs> Jesus! Don't lie though. Christ. It's funny. I oh I I will admit it made me laugh like some of it. Like you have no idea. Um, but I will say that so, they seem to be using. Many of the localizations that have been used in the games. So prepare for Spicy Lady instead of Spice Girl yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for some spice. <laughs> but oh god, there was one. Um, oh oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. So there is a there's going to be a fight later on with a stand called Green Day. <laughs> the localized the localized name for that in the JoJo uh, All Star Battle game is Green Tea. <laughs> <laughs> so prepare for that. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, it's the, some of the fights have been have been all great. of them have they, been great. Just, the animation has been absolutely. I'm perfect serious. There's so not far. been a single fight where I was like, okay, let's move on. No, not all of them were fucking great. Which is yeah, ugh, but I love it. And then there's the fight with the <laughs> with the truck driver. He keeps telling different things to him. He's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> And then it's finally over, and, and Jordan is like, Jordan gets in and says, I gotta go to the top. <laughs> oh, this show is so fucking good. I'm so surprised, like, like, don't worry, I'm, I'm happy about it, but I'm so surprised how consist- consistently good part five has been. Mm. Especially, especially in terms of yep. its animation. I, I'm, I will say this, I'm, I am worried. 
slightly because I know some of the stuff that's coming and I know they're going to need a significant animation budget to pull some of this stuff off. I really hope it's not going to just start going downhill because I mean, even you have to admit you love part four, but there were parts of the end where yeah. there was really <laughs> shoddy animation. Which, it was cleaned up for the Blu-ray release, admittedly, but the broadcast version that we got was, was yeah. not that I great mean, in certain bad, parts. it wasn't bad, but it was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, the thing that got me was, in part four, especially in the last, like, I'd say ten episodes, was that people's facial animations yeah. just started to go to shit. Yeah, there were some, like, re- really especially, bad shots. Oh, man, especially Killer Queen. Like, he had no detail on his mm-hmm. face. Yeah, I would agree with that. But anyway, I'm really hoping that doesn't happen going forward because you're going to need a good animation budget later. I I trust in David Production. So I have to ask, so we're 13 episodes in. um, The 14th episode actually released on the day we're recording this, although I haven't watched it yet. Probably probably a new OP. Okay. Probably yes, there probably is going to be a new OP. Um, I do want to say, Fighting Gold it has been a really great OP. Um, I'm still very much leery about the ED, and I know it's probably not going to change. Yeah, um, I'll miss Fighting Gold. It's been a real banger. But I will live with it. But yeah, Fighting Gold has been great. Bless Coda, um, thank Coda, you. Please stop speaking English. <laughs> yeah, Coda, don't don't. Uh, also, something that was actually revealed uh, last night, the night before we recorded this, is um, some of the voice actors and producers of JoJo's Part 5 and Coda himself are going to be getting together for... So, uh, the show is going to be start being rebroadcasted nice. from the beginning on, I believe, Sunday nights in Japan. I, just, I don't remember exactly what time. But during these rebroadcasts, these people are going to get together and do basically like running commentaries of the episodes. And there's going to be different people on each episode doing the commentaries. So that's really Mm -hmm. cool. I also think these commentaries, I I don't know for sure, but I do think these commentaries are going to be broadcast on Japanese television. And I do know for a fact that regardless of whether they are or not, there are a couple of translation groups that have said they are going to try their best to get a hold of at the very least, the audio from these commentaries and translate them. So that'll, that'll be, a be cool. Listen. So yeah, that that's something to look forward to. I was really surprised that they decided to do this. So fucking David Productions is going all out with this part, which is I I personally think to be expected because I do believe in Japan this is by far one of the most mm. favorite parts of JoJo's. So I'm I'm not surprised that David Production is taking this very mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah, that's been parts seven through thirteen. So. uh Thank you all out there for dropping in to listen to this. We hope you enjoy it because we we'll try and make it you. an actual monthly show. We promise. <laughs> that's on you, though. Yeah, that's true. I. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen our first one, please go check that out. Also, if this is the future, uh, first of all, hi from Ooh, hi. the past. Uh, and you haven't checked out our subsequent episodes, please check those out as well. If you want to check out previous episodes of any episode of the podcast that we've done, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, or iTunes. 
If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our Discord server, become a member of our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and visit our website. If you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or concerns on this or any episode, feel free to either shoot us an email or leave us a comment down below. Links to all of the subsequent things I mentioned before will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Good night, everyone. You know what this, what this was? was? This? This was vocal percussion coming through on a whole other level. my mind. Yes. Ah, uh, we're golden. We're golden. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>